Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It is the Almost Famous Podcast with the incredible, the magical, I'm not going to say beautiful the beautiful face. because last week I got yelled yeah. at for that. But the courageous Ashley Iconetti. Ashley, what's up? Uh, not much, but I just wanted to say that I am sharing the mic right now with the talented, brilliant, incredible, <laughs> amazing, show-stopping <laughs> Ben Higgins. Oh, geez. Well, we, uh, we started this podcast today with something that you're not going to uh, – to hear um i logged in to zoom and i just hear somebody absolutely destroying <laughs> i mean it was it was uh, it was unlike anything i've heard in a while ashley you've switched from uh from other things to now saying that you have some good uh nasal drip oh going i've on. had post nasal drip since the beginning of the pregnancy one of the first symptoms i've had it's actually very common it's like 30 percent of Is women it? experience like really bad congestion post nasal drip and Oh my God, the mucus production is 
out of this world and so disgusting. But but yeah, we, we have a new assistant here on the podcast as well. And she heard in just five minutes about um, how my gas situation was, how my mucus situation was and how my nipples are doing. Yeah. You know, that's when that's when, you know, we've been doing this a while mm. is when we can talk about uh, nipples <laughs> and it really doesn't phase anybody. Uh, in fact, the whole team just sits there until you and I are done and says, oh, cool. Yep. Well, can we get started? Um, <laughs> Ashley, you're currently then uh, as we give a, our weekly summary of how you're holding up, um, you're experiencing pretty much every. I'm not, can I say negative? Am I going to like negative symptom know. or every like major symptom of being pregnant? Like pretty, you're really going through it. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be 17 weeks on Wednesday and yeah, the okay. throwing up has eased. I still threw up twice in the past 24, 12 hours. Um, but with Zofran, I'm able to, um, live a, a relatively functional life. I mean, I still prefer to spend most of my day on the couch, but you know, um, but the only, um, very popular side effect that I'm not having is headaches, which praise be for that yeah. because, um, you, you can't take Advil when you're pregnant, mm. you can only take Tylenol. And I always find that Tylenol doesn't really work the best for me. It's not a guaranteed fix. What about for you? Yeah. Tylenol? In the, yeah. I would say Advil is my go-to yeah. right now with my knee. I just take top stop taking Advil because the surgery coming too. Yeah. With my surgery coming up and like my history with like strong painkillers is not a good one. Um, and so I'm like trying to navigate all of this. So like, yeah, there's a couple things I've done, um, natural support, but it doesn't really help that much. You, uh, now Ashley, I learned some about this week about pregnancy. I think, Mm -hmm. Tell me if I'm crazy. My mom and Jessica were talking to me and it was on the day that you announced the sex of your child. By the way, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Uh, what a big deal. Um, you're going to have a boy, yeah, right? I'm going to have a boy. They were shocked. Everybody was shocked. Okay. They, I, I learned that like usually the roughest pregnancies are those with girls. Yes. So there's apparently even a little statistical, like there's actually like some scientific evidence as to why that mm. is. Um, you you produce more pregnancy hormone when you have a girl. So typically it's like, 20, I think it's like 20% more pregnancy hormone. I might just be pulling that number out of my butt, but that means, and, and the pregnancy hormone is what causes the nausea. So it, it's not a totally ridiculous thought to think that like, if you're really nauseous, you're having a girl, but then you can be so nauseous and have boys too. Like Jade said that she was way sicker with both boys and she was with that, with Emmy. So it's just, it's really nobody knows, but yes, everyone was convinced. Like I would get declarative statements on my Instagram from just from followers who were like, you're having a girl period. Like as if they knew for a fact. And they're like, you're having this because you're having a girl. I'm like, this is really funny to read when I actually know it's it's just a boy because I think we knew for like almost three weeks before we announced that. Okay, wow. Well, uh, Ashley, we're gonna keep uh, um, keep updated with your life. Um, your well, trooper. Well, keep updated with your life too. You're having surgery next yeah. week, so like uh, you're gonna be taking a week off from the pod. Yeah. And like, are you worried, scared? This all happened because you guys. I this was covered on one of our bonus podcast episodes with Gap Home. He was playing yeah. basketball. He torn his 
ACL and his MCL, just playing a pickup game of basketball. Now he has to go into like, you know, pretty major surgery. And yeah. uh, that's very sad. Are you like a little worried? Have you, you've had major surgery before, right? This is my third knee oh. surgery. Um, you know, I, I, I'm more nervous this time than I was when I was younger, to be honest. Like I'm more anxious about it. And I know I'm going to be nervous day of where I used to just kind of, I was talking to one of my buddies who plays um, for the Cleveland Browns and he tore his ACL a few years ago. And I was like, you know, I think the difference is um, I was, tr- I used to like do it and try to get back for sports. Now I'm doing it and trying to get back for my yeah. wedding. And I think that's like, obviously more, even more important to me. And I'm, I am nervous that, you know, eight weeks after surgery, I'll be getting married and what, like, what kind of state will I be in? Um, I also like, I don't know how you feel about this or how our listeners feel, but I think there's a little bit more of anxiety inside of me because like of Jess, like I have somebody there now that is going to have to like, kind of take care of me. My mom's going to come out for a bit, but going to have to take care of me. And I know that puts a lot of weight on her with her, you know, skincare company that's going bonkers. And then um, I'm going to miss our cake test tasting. Aww. I'm going to miss our pre-wedding photo shoot. That was like a big deal. So like there's things now I have to miss and that makes me sad. But overall, I, I am very um, confident and very excited to get it fixed so that I can get back. Um, and But yeah, I'm going to take some time off. So uh, everybody out there. Um, I'll be, uh, resting up. I'll probably try to document it as well as I ever document anything, which is like one or two stories <laughs> and maybe a picture if possible. Um, but I'll try to document it just so you know what the updates are in life. And, uh, I know Ashley will, will carry this thing. Well, well, uh, Ashley, we have a big podcast in front of us. We have Jesse Palmer coming on to talk about the ultimate surfer and also bachelor in paradise. Cause he's a big fan of bachelor in paradise. Um, also we're going to break down this week's episode of bachelor in paradise, which is a big one. Uh, a lot going on. So let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring on Jesse Palmer, the host of The Ultimate Surfer. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow. 
gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with crispy creams, mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. (laughs) 
Uh, one of the busiest men uh, in entertainment. Uh, he's showing up everywhere, but he has a new show out right now uh, that is getting people talking. Uh, Jesse Palmer joins the Almost Famous podcast right now, a former bachelor, but it's not something we like to talk about too much because he's done far greater things since then. Thanks for coming on. Uh, dude, thanks so much for having me. Great to be with you guys. I have a funny story. Um, so do you remember how I ran into you and I met you for the first time? It was... It was at Elefante. Yes. Um, so Jared and I went over and we said, hi. And my mom, you weren't with a girl and we weren't sure, like, we didn't know that you were, you're engaged, right? You're engaged now. Yes. 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 Well, my mom tried to convince my sister to go over and like ask you out for <laughs> the longest time or like to flirt with you. And... Uh, then we found out you had a fiance, but like, she's probably, she, yeah, your sister, she's probably way out of my league anyway. So Stop. I think everybody got saved. Everybody got saved through that. But I love your mom after hearing that story. <laughs> oh my gosh. My mom is such like a yenta. Um, my sister is now also engaged. So <laughs> great. So it worked out for everybody yeah. See, at the end of the day, at yeah. the end of the day. That, yeah. that was that was awesome running into you and Jared though. There, that was great. It was very nice seeing you. You are truly like an icon, role model for anybody who like wants to go on and do, really like any like build any sort of career after The Bachelor. You have done amazing. Like here's your little roster right now. After The Bachelor, you did Holiday Baking Championship with the Food Network. You've done Good Morning America. You've been a special contributor there. Um, you've done the Daily Mail TV show. And now you're the host of The Ultimate Surfer, which is on Monday and Tuesday. It's following The Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise on ABC. Um, dude, like, you just keep killing it. Jack of all trades, the master of none. I've, I've, been, uh, I've been really, really lucky. You know, it's funny. I, I just, I think back playing football when I got drafted uh, by the New York Giants, I think that was one of the best things that ever happened in my life that was totally out of... Um, it was totally something that that I couldn't control. But I think coming to New York City in a media market, a place that kind of allowed me to tap into a lot of uh, different different passions I had just outside of football, I think for me it was just a, a tremendous opportunity. I was super lucky, and uh, yeah, to use like a bad like surfing analogy, I'm just like riding the wave <laughs> right now. I'm just like kind of like hanging ten on all this. But it's been I've been really really fortunate. It's been a lot of fun. And not to like make your ego any bigger, but like I'm a Giants fan, and I remember I was like. I was young when you were drafted. I was like, well, what year was it? Oh, it was 2001. Ashley, I got to say, just I want to stop this right now and tell you that I'm, I, I was always a huge fan of yours. But after your mom's story and now finding out that you were a Giants fan, I'm even a bigger Ashley. I fan. <laughs> oh, thank you. Which, which, I didn't, which I didn't think was possible coming into this because I was on Instagram. I'm, I'm like, I know you guys like announced that you guys are having a kid and it's a boy and you're not sure what the name's going to be. And oh, I, I saw an IG that you're like, we know what the oh, name is. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. But, but it's not going to be Tom or Brady. We no. know that. So, so I'm thinking like, uh, of course, they're Pats fans. No, of course I, they are. I'm a Giants fan who went to the second Super Bowl, uh, the second Giants Patriots Super Bowl. And nice. uh, like, and I ended up marrying a hardcore Patriots fan. Pats um, fan. And it, I know. they honestly are a team that's e they're easy to root for. And especially since like as a Giants fan, it's like, well, to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally. we, like it makes sense that I can root for you guys, but like a Pats fan can't root for the Giants. It's just because no. we are your kryptonite. But anyway, I can go blah 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 blah. 
But what I was going to say was, I remember I was 13 when you were drafted, and I was like, who's the cute quarterback that we got? Maybe I'm going to get into football now. <laughs> yeah, well, great lighting and makeup on those team photos back in the Giants in 01. I have like the high tight fade. I know that was totally not your type, I know. Oh, that was every girl's type in 2001. <laughs> yeah, anyway, okay. Meatheads, ben, square jaw football high fade. Ben, do you have a serious question for Jimmy? I do, yeah. Um, Jesse, we're here to talk about the ultimate surfer. I want to know... I'm really interested. Two things. One, can you explain the show to the to the listeners? Really yeah. sell it. And then the second is, why were you chosen? Are you a surfer? Um, how, why did why did you say yes to it? Just kind of give the background. Ben, two great serious questions. Yeah. Uh, for, to answer the first one, um, the ultimate surfer is is kind of like a surf competition meets Big Brother meets. The Bachelor in Paradise a little bit. It's got a little bit of something for everybody. Uh, when the show started, we took 14 of the best surfers in America, seven men, seven women, bring them together, and they're competing at Kelly Slater's Surf Ranch in Lemoore, California, which if you've never seen it, it's like a Disneyland for adults. It's this wave pool that's essentially seven football fields long. It makes the perfect wave. Uh, it, the wave can run for like 50 seconds. It's just phenomenal. And essentially, they're all surfing and competing for 100000 dollars and a chance to get on the world surf league championship tour which is like the nfl of pro surfing it's like the very very pinnacle which is really really hard to get onto um there's a lot of drama on the show because a lot of these surfers know each other coming in. So there's sort of these pre-existing rivalries or these, these pre-existing alliances that sort of already exist when they get there. But you're putting 14 really good-looking people together in one space for a period of time. So ultimately, anything can happen. So really, this show has a little bit of everything. It's got phenomenal surfing. It's shot beautifully. But then it has a lot of the drama and there's strategy involved, like you see on some of these other shows. Um, when I played football, I was always like a big surfing fan from a distance. And a guy that I really looked up to and admired was Kelly Slater. And obviously for people that know, he's an 11-time world champion in surfing, a guy that's really sort of synonymous with the sport and he's really kind of transcended the, the, the sport as well. And when I found out that he was going to be on the show and it was a competition-based show happening at the Surf Ranch, Ben, for me, I knew at that point that that was definitely a project that I wanted to get involved in. That's uh, it's. I watched uh, the episode. I think it was was it last week. Uh, it is it is interesting to see yeah all these really good looking people competing over something. This and then like the alliances, the the kind of the friendships that are built. Now you mentioned something. So these are uh, incredible surfers, but they're mm -hmm. they're still like on the amateur level. So like this is a big break for them in a lot of ways to get to win this show and to have their you know, I think golf, but like to get their tour card, like to be involved on the tour. Um, as a host, what was the pressure like in the house? Like did these people take it really serious from the very beginning? Yeah, it's a great question, Ben. I think you hit it on the head. That, that's a really good analogy, getting your tour card in golf. Um, getting on the championship tour, the CT, is virtually impossible. And, and we have incredible surfers, as you mentioned, that are sort of, they're all amazing, but they all have different levels of surfing, be it in the junior ranks. They've been professional, but not on CT. We actually have two surfers on the show even right now. We're at the final 10, uh, Zeke Lau and Bruna Zahn, who have actually already competed on the CT, they then were off and now they're trying to get back on. So um, to answer your question, there is tremendous pressure. Um, 
I think that's why you see so much of the drama, uh, because I think of what's on the line. These are diehard surfers that understand that this really is like a do or die last chance to make it type situation for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just want this so bad. It's almost like when I was there hosting it, you know, I'd mentioned, hey, you guys might win $100,000. And they're kind of like, ah. Six figures, like a hundred grand, whatever. Like they want the tour card. Like that, that is what is so important to them. So for me, the pressure and the competition in the water was obviously something that was really huge. I think the one thing I really took away from it was the mental toughness and the emotional toughness of a lot of these athletes, because we just throw so much stuff at them and curveballs and twists and things they're really never, never anticipating or never ready for. And then when the lights come on and they have to do their best and they have to perform time and time again, that they were able to do that Uh, that's probably to me what was most impressive so speaking Mm. of curveballs and twists does your experience having like been a cast member on a reality show lend to you hosting in a different angle yeah a great question you know it's funny like I, i sort of as the host of the show at times it's like former pro football player and their athletes. And I'm trying to kind of guide them and give them some, some motivation and cheerlead for them because they are athletes and they are trying to, to get on the pro tour of a professional sport. But at the same time, you're right with, with reality TV as a background as well for them, you know, this, this was all new. It's like all of us that get on reality TV. The first time you see all the cameras, you're not really sure what's going on. How vulnerable are you comfortable being? How much of yourself are you willing to share? How early and to who um, I, I think all of that that was was sort of a challenge for them as well. So like hosting the show, you sort of, you wear a, a, a couple of different hats, I would say. Ultimately for me, like I just, I want them all to win and I'm in trying to encourage them. And I, I think it was, it wasn't necessarily always like, hey, now's the competition part. Let's go, you can do this, tap in. It's sort of like, Hey, when, when you're not in the water and there's cameras around, you know, how you could be yourself, feel confident, uh, be vulnerable, but that's at the same time, be true to yourself and really kind of let, let, let yourself out and let these people in that are watching at home. The, uh, the interesting thing to me too, you got to explain it to me. Um, there's a, there's a kind of a crossover that I'm feeling with the bachelor franchise and, uh, different produ- uh, production company, I, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What, what, why the crossover? Cause there's a couple people and, and if you don't mind mentioning, cause I don't know them off the top of my head from the, yeah. you know, from the bachelor franchise that appear yes. on the show, but like why the crossover? Well, I think the timing of the episode. So we, we come on air right after bachelor in paradise. So I think this sort of keeps a little bit of a, a continuity from a theme standpoint uh, to your point, there are people from bachelor that, that certainly bachelor nation will recognize Hannah Ann from Peter's season, Mike Johnson um, from Hannah Brown season. They're both on the show as well. And they're sort of setting up some of the challenges. People that have seen the show the last two weeks know that obviously there's challenges in the pool. And there's a lot of kind of fun challenges outside of the pool as well, where there's teamwork involved or whatever that helps give them advantages later uh, once they get back on the wave. So we have people from Bachelor Nation that have been on The Bachelor and Bachelorette in the show as well. So I think they were just trying to keep some form of continuity on Mondays and Tuesdays coming on after uh, The Bachelor in Paradise as we do. Okay, makes sense. You could have three straight hours of reality TV and have similar characters. Um, okay, so did you get inspired to do any surfing of your own before or after? Have you ever surfed before? 
So I'm from Ottawa, Canada, which as we all know is like the Mecca of pro surfing. <laughs> all the great surfers in the world come from Ottawa, Canada. I did zero surfing growing up as a kid. I did a lot of snow surfing. I think yeah. they call that uh, snowboarding. Yeah. Um, and I've always wanted, you know, I've tried it. It's so hard. Um, you know, when people are really good at their job and then you watch them do it and you're like, oh, I could totally do that. Mm. It's like really good. It's like, it's like you both on this podcast. So good at hosting it. You probably make a lot of people at home feel like I could probably host a podcast tomorrow. No problem. And then when they start to do it, they realize how hard it is. That's what, that's what pro surfers do to people like me. <laughs> uh, I'm terrible at surfing and I wasn't allowed to do a lot of surfing on the show because they were afraid of me getting hurt. And I had to sign this, like this like contract that said I wasn't allowed to go into the water and actually get on a board. Mm. I may have like snuck in once or twice and tried, but like, dude, I'm terrible. And as a former pro athlete, like you think like, well, I played pro football. I absolutely have coordination. Know that I absolutely have to be able to figure this out. It is, it is a different level. Anyone in the world that's ever tried surfing knows exactly what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter how much snowboarding you've done, what your athletic background is. It is a difficult, difficult thing to pick up. Hey, Ben, uh, ABC wasn't too concerned about how we were going to fare. And we did uh, things that we had never done before on winter games. (laughs) I'm just thinking like six foot four, pretty gangly balance has never been my thing on a surfboard that should that would be television that's stuff i i, I know my grandma would watch um, i think we have i think we have a new show it's like four it's like bachelor nation surfing you just have yeah. like a whole, whole ultimate surfer with just bachelor that'd be phenomenal well that kind of leads to my next question then does anybody from uh ultimate Sur- surfer uh do you feel like they could have been a good participant in, in bachelor in paradise like is there any personalities there like that would they would thrive Oh yeah. I, I think so. Like Tia Blanco in, in I think that, that was, is one, uh, Koa Smith is like my favorite. Like that dude has so much personality. He's, he's tremendous. And he was so comfortable in front of the cameras. He's just so comfortable being himself. I think, I think those two bachelor in paradise, I think would have ended up being really good contestants. Are we going to get a chance to talk about Well, paradise, I was just going to say, have you been keeping up with the show? Yes, I have. Oh. I want to get into this with you, with you both. Oh actually. my goodness! Well, we would love that. Okay, so yeah, have you? Did you watch this this episode? Oh, yeah. You, did you watch our screener that we sent you? No. Okay. 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 No. Okay. So let's talk in general of the se- season. Sorry, you're gonna have to wait till tonight, Jesse, to watch the Monday I know, you episode. Guys are like I was, gonna, I was gonna like try to get out like my iPad or something <laughs> to see if I could preview this. No, yes, you I missed I out. Like, to, to watch Bachelor in Paradise without commercials is a dream come true. Uh, <laughs> I know. I, it's like it's it really. It takes two hours and it cuts it down into what would you say? Like an hour, hour and twenty and minutes. Yeah. Hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, that'd be ideal. We just power through. So I I knew that this season of Bachelor in Paradise was going to be tremendous just based on the the, the people on the show. So when Carl or Noah or Queen Victoria, now Goddess Victoria, were going to be on, I just knew this was going to be outstanding. How interesting has it been, though? It's been funny for me to watch and just see like Brendan come in on day one. And I feel like when Brennan comes in, he's the hot commodity right away. All the women are talking about him. People want to make out like that's the one that they have their eyes set on. Right. Mm-hmm. Thomas rolls in last week. And I feel like he sort of took he sort of took the one seed real quick and took Serena mm-hmm. and like takes her on the date. They're riding jet skis or whatever that thing was. And they're making out in the water. And then poor grocery store Joe's like going to go home again. Like we spend the first hour of every episode thinking grocery store Joe's going home. <laughs> he's not sure what's happening but then but then how about your boy agent riley rolling yeah. in 
Just and now, like, uh, tell me, like, t- that dude, like, if there was a definition of alpha. Yeah. Yeah. That's Agent Riley right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Riley right now is, and it's like, he's not even, like, not only is he, like, focusing his attention on the women, like, it, he has zero time for the other dudes. Like, he's not trying to make friends with anybody. No. He's, like, going to take your date. He's going to take her. He's going to eat, like, a cow's tongue. He's going <laughs> to yeah. eat the entire, he's going to eat, like, raw tripe. And like have zero, like zero problem with that. And then, and then there's extracurricular activity after. Yeah. Like right now it is unbelievable. Like the show for me has been unbelievable. And it's been funny to sort of watch the dynamic through, through these last two weeks. How do you guys feel? I don't disagree with you. I think the Riley thing has been the most interesting to me because he comes in, he says very few words. He really just like shows off those arms, which everybody watching is like, yeah, that guy's, just absolutely magnificent um and then he like semi just disappears and it's like but he he's i feel like he he's kind of that quiet like that silent type that when he speaks everybody's gonna listen and so he's gonna have a lot of control in the house as things continue especially as havoc and chaos are ensuing um Mm -hmm. but it's been a fun season for me now I'll throw it to Ashley, give her thoughts, but after she's done, I would love to hear what you think of the guest hosting too. You know, some of these guys that are stepping in there mm-hmm, and hosting, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you've hosted a few things for this company, um, post, uh, you know, your time on the bachelor. So Ashley, what do you think? And then Jess, do what do you think of the host? Oh, I definitely find myself more invested in certain storylines than others. Uh, definitely grocery store, Joe and Serena, especially yeah. what you see their date tonight. It's, so cute. And then okay. I just love Taj Wan. Do you love Taj Wan? <laughs> love Taj. Love, love Taj Wan and Trey. The fact that she's dating, like the fact that she dated Trey's uncle to me is still, it, it, it's like mind blowing to me. You've got to go to his, um, to Trey's Instagram where there's a picture of the uncle and you can see that the uncle's uh, very nice, nice looking. Okay. And right. then um, I just love Natasha too. And I feel like she's about mm-hmm. to get screwed over. So I'm pretty invested in where she, her love life goes. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought, I thought, I thought it was cool what Serena did too. Like she, she stayed true to grocery store Joe, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, and like, yeah. And I wasn't like, I, and maybe you guys called that, like you saw it coming and she's like, I'm going to go in the state, but you know, don't like, don't worry. Wink, wink. It's all good. Like, I really thought that was, that was done. I was concerned. Yeah. I, I was. So what do you think of the guest host? I feel like you should have been on that list. I don't know. Well, I mean, I've, I personally have liked sort of the having kind of like, two, there's been, you know, two, two, I guess, well, technically two episodes each. And it's been kind of nice to kind of get a little bit of a variety. I, I, I found in totally different styles where I think like you get like the comedian aspect with David Spade. I thought Lance was awesome. I thought he was tremendous too, um, and and brought a lot. And, and of course, there's there's more coming down down the pipeline, right? Is little John going to host this? Yes. Are you guys a little yeah. tired of the Bachelor and pair? The 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 little John intros, <laughs> Bachelor <in> Paradise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny at first, but then I was like, okay, not every time. It it. It, the first time it's like super exciting yeah. and it makes you laugh. Yeah. After a couple of times, like I expect it. Now, Jesse, I do have a question. You, you are. I'm going to call you um, a very experienced. Like I said, you, you're one of the busiest people in entertainment. You're a, a professional host who has experience at all levels. Now, 
uh, on morning uh, television, uh, talk show, reality television. Uh, I I would say I am uh, like a, a D level host where I've stepped into stepped into television and hosted just a few things, um, which makes it still fun for me because there's always something new to experience. Now, we talked about it last week, but there is a moment with Lance Bass who I I think has done some good hosting in his his um, his career. I think he's been on a couple shows, but Riley is sitting there on his date and they just start making out, and Lance is standing there in the room with them. As a professional host, what would you have done in that scenario? Because Lance readily admitted, he goes, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know to leave, to videotape, to watch, to make a joke. Like, what would you have done? Insta live. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's like, actually, I think Lance, I mean, I don't know. That, that, that's obviously <laughs> a tricky thing. I, I think, as you guys know, like, from, from like, hosting, um, you, you have to sort of let that moment play out. And it's yeah. like, you, you, you either like you, you obviously can't interrupt it. You can't make a joke about it. You can't be like, <clears throat> guys, I got more questions on the card here. <laughs> we got some more, uh, we got some more tripe. We got to eat. Let's go. You have to sort of let that happen. That that's great television. And everybody at home in bachelor nation, we're all watching that makeout session after they both just ate tongue and stuff. And we're like, wow, this is crazy. It's kind of gross, but it's awesome. There, there's a connection, whatever. Um, and you have to let it happen. It was weird that he, you know, it's like, it's awkward for him. I'm sure. Cause you're, you're standing there and you're like, like looking yeah. around. Do you like, do you like moonwalk? Like, like off camera. I, I mean, I, I think he handled that probably as well as, as well as anybody could. I don't know. Did, did, like, did, was that something that you noticed right away when you saw it? Yeah. Yeah. I just think about like those scenarios and, and hosting bachelor in paradise has got to be pretty difficult, especially the, even the bachelor in these moments, because yeah. You're trying to guide people to intimacy. And so once intimacy exists, you no longer feel like you need to be in the room yet. Yeah. He was, so I just, I, I, I thought that was one of the most, like, there's always that moment during the bachelor franchise where uh, you feel like you can relate with either the people there or the host. And I feel like I could really relate with Lance and probably a lot of the audience did. Yeah. Um, I, I would have like grabbed my phone and been like, yeah. My invest- How are my investments doing? Start finding things like to the Patriots. Like they, they picked a starting quarterback. Like, What's happening? Like try to just try to look busy while you're by yeah. yourself in a room with two people making out. Yeah. Jesse, I have to be nosy for a second. I just noticed that you're wearing a wedding band. I am. Does that, what does that mean? Oh, I'm, I'm married. Oh, you are married. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I thought that we <laughs> said you that said mean? before that you were engaged. Well, you were like you're engaged, and I was like, yeah, I was engaged. And I was, like, I was engaged. Yeah. Oh, okay, so now you're married. So you guys got? Yeah. Did you guys get a? Um, did you have like a, a pandemic wedding? Uh, we did, uh, Ashley. It was it. It. I think it breaks my heart worse than it than it hurt Emily. Um, <sighs> we had had this beautiful wedding planned. It was supposed to take part uh, last summer in France, in Provence, and it was going to be amazing. I was so excited. And it because of the pandemic, obviously, we decided to postpone that. We're supposed to do it again this past summer in July. Same place, same crowd, everything. I was super stoked and ready and excited. But the pandemic didn't cooperate. And obviously, we're one couple in millions around the world that this has impacted. 
that's certainly not lost on us. Her family's Brazilian. Um, so the situation in Brazil wasn't conducive to her family being able to travel. I'm Canadian. I had a lot of friends back home that, that weren't able to leave the country and travel at the time. So we made the really difficult decision to, to cancel it. Um, Emily and I had done a very small, intimate wedding, uh, really, really small um, uh, here uh, around where we live on the East Coast, uh, just, just to, just to have, have that moment, have our day. Um, uh, because we had been looking so forward to it uh, for for a very very long time, and we're we're anxious to to kind of take the next step. I'm still hoping that next summer we can do something with our parents. It breaks my heart that that um, that my parents and her parents weren't there to see it happen. Oh. And uh, so I, I want to do something next summer where we can get our at least our families together and just do something symbolic. It doesn't even have to be like a big a big to do mm-hmm. a big thing. Um, but yeah, that was sort of you know we I'm I'm so happy we went ahead and did it. Um, anyways, but it was, um, it was a great, it's been a crazy year and a half these last two years trying to kind of navigate and, and orchestrate all that stuff because it was, it was emotional and it was tough. Oh, I'm so sorry and sad for you. Jess and I got engaged March of last year and, uh, and we've planned it out to where like November is our, our hope date to where we have a wedding, but you know, you never know what life's going to look like. Um, yeah. And we've seen, we've heard a ton of stories from people just navigating this. And, and that is the tough part. I think weddings and funerals are the two things that like just break your heart for, for anybody out there, especially when the parents can't be involved or you can't attend those, those moments that you really want to be at. Um, but you got married and that's a big deal. And so as we close up here with you um, again, it's Jesse Palmer, the host of the ultimate surfer, um, a new show that ABC is kicking off that everybody should check out. Even if you're not a surf fan, it has everything, as Jesse said at the beginning, that uh, that you want in reality television, the drama, the love, the competition, um, the personalities. Uh, how has married life been now? Uh, you're married. So for anybody out there listening, how are you holding up? Uh, it's been great. I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, we've been together about almost five years so it, this was this was something that her and I had both been really really looking forward to. I mean, this thing weighs a ton, by the yeah. way. I'm like dragging my knuckles on the ground. Like no one told me I fidget with this all the time. Oh, Jared does not uh, stop. He goes like this all day long, and then sometimes he'll drop it in the car. Crazy. And I'm like, put that thing on your finger and keep it there. You and Emily are exactly the same. <laughs> like last night at dinner, she's like, you put the ring on your finger. <laughs> You know, you, you try to use the mad, like, quiet voice, like, yeah. in, in a crowded restaurant. Yeah. Put the ring on your finger and leave <laughs> it on your finger. I've never worn jewelry in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wore watches. Like, I never, I've never had any rings. And this thing, it's so, I just cannot stop <laughs> fidgeting. And and I like fidgeting with it. And she's like, you're going to drop it. You're going to drop it in a place. And you're never going to be able to get it back. And so that is my daily struggle. That's the hardest part of marriage, really, for me right now is just, it's just keeping this thing on my finger. <laughs> everything, yeah. Everything else. Yeah. I do. I'm thinking about uh, just uh, a little note here. And Jessica and I've had this conversation a few times. Today, I actually got sent uh, the wedding ring that she designed for me. Uh, wow. I'm very excited that. But she did this, I think, in a passive aggressive way. Um, because I told her, "Hun, I want to get a tattoo of my ring because I'm worried that I'm going to mess with it all the time and that I'm going to not like that. I'm going to lose it. And then it would break my heart. And she's like, that's a good idea. You should do that. But I'm also going to get you a ring. So I have a feeling at (laughs) some point I'm going to get the, I want you to wear your ring thing, you know? So, but anyways, 
Jesse, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it means a lot. Again, uh, can you tell everybody where they can watch the Ultimate Surfer? Yeah, absolutely. Ultimate Surfer, it's on ABC Mondays and Tuesdays, immediately following Bachelor in Paradise. Thanks, Jesse. You're awesome. Guys, I really appreciate the time. Congrats Thanks. to you both again and all the great news. You guys deserve everything good coming your way. Thank you. You so too, sweet. man. Bye. Hey, best of luck. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. 
Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Dars. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Ben, have I ever told you the story about Jared losing his wedding ring at the Blue Lagoon when we were only married for three months? No, but I'd love to hear that. It is the weirdest story ever. Wait, I want to see if Jared can come in here because he tells it way better than I do. Jared? Jared! Jared! One sec. Okay, so I was just telling Ben that, you know, you lost your wedding ring at the Blue Lagoon. So I wanted you to tell a story because I feel like you do a better job than me. But I'll start out by saying that when you get to the Blue Lagoon, they tell you to take off like any valuable jewelry, including your wedding rings, which sounds like they're just ready to steal it. (laughs) Um, But it's because the acids or whatever that are in the Blue Lagoon in Iceland, they tarnish real gold and silver. So Jared took off his wedding ring and didn't put it anywhere in a pocket in a backpack or in a pocket. No, in I mean, I he just... literally just put it loosely in the locker. Well, there's signs that obviously say take off wedding rings, jewelry, blah, 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 blah. So I'm, you know, she goes to her women's locker. I go to my men's locker. I'm taking everything off. So you strip down to your bathing suit. And then I put the robe on and I was like, oh, I got to put take my ring off. And so my locker was still open. So I took my ring off and I just put it in the locker. I, I didn't plopped it right there. I, of course, in there. put my ring in a pocket, in a pocket, in a well, pocket in my backpack. I'm patting you on the back <laughs> for it right now. So fast forward a couple hours. We're in the Blue Lagoon. I go back to the locker, get changed, put everything back on. Mind you, this was only a few months yeah, after we got married. Yeah. 
three months, so I hadn't been wearing a ring. I've never worn a ring, so I'm very, I'm not used to it yet. We anyway, get in the car. We get in the car, we pull off. Ashley goes, where's your wedding ring? I immediately start, stop the car. My stomach drops. Wait, he be- jokes with me all the time, though. Like, he's such a joker, and he tries to fool me all the time, so I think he's going to, like, pull it out of his pocket or something. Yeah, I was literally, like, jokes on you, huh? I was literally the boy who cried wolf in that moment <laughs> because I was like, oh, shit. And then so I immediately stopped the car, put it in reverse, and she's like, you're joking. And I say, I am not joking. It's in the locker right now. So I go back into the area. They let me go back into the men's locker room, which is very nice to them because you have to pay before getting into the locker room. But I told them I lost my ring, blah, blah, blah. Go back in the locker room. The door is still open. So I'm thinking it's it's got to still be there. My locker is still open, no ring. I look on the floor, I look everywhere around there, no wedding band. I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. Three months after my wedding, I lose my Neil Rain, Neil Lane wedding band. So then I ask all the the I ask a couple people that work there. And then one guy was like, Oh, you lost your wedding band who worked there? And I said, Yeah. And uh, I was like, I I don't know if it's like on top I can't find it anywhere. Nobody's reported it to lost and found. And he starts like walking to the lockers with me. In my mind, I'm like, what are we doing? It's not there. I already checked my locker in the surrounding area. And I told you this, but he's like, no, nobody reported anything. And I was like, I don't know where it could be. You know, and I'm I'm telling him the story of when I took it off, where it went to try to give him any idea of where this possibly could be. And he starts because he has a key to all the lockers. So he opens the locker above mine. And in my head, I'm like, what is this guy doing? And then he opened it up and there was somebody's stuff in there, sneakers, pants, somebody else's stuff. And then right in the middle in the front was a wedding band. And he's like, is this yours? And I, and I looked at it. I was like, can I reach in and, and grab it? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I grab it. And I look at the inscription and I know that it's my wedding band fits my finger. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's mine. And he's like, all right, cool. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, bye. And then I walked out and I'm like, what the hell just happened? How did my wedding band get in the locker above mine? And how the hell did that guy know that it was in that locker? Unless it was a lucky guess and he was going to open up all the lockers in the surrounding area. And it just so happened that the first locker he opened up, the wedding band was in there. And he just let you leave with it. Like, just you claimed it. Yeah. He opened up somebody else's locker. I could have been like, yep, these are my pants. These are my sneakers. I got to go. See ya. Bye. Well, I guess the more of the story is, uh, Jared, you do care about your wedding band. Ashley cares a lot more about your wedding band. And then I should get a tattoo because tattoos don't wear off in the acidic <laughs> Oh, so you're going to get a tattoo on your finger, huh? Uh, that's what I think I'm going with. But, uh, Jared, thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing this story. We appreciate it. Hey, good it. luck with the tattoo. No problem, guys. Anytime. <laughs> I'll be in the next room. As every parent knows... Kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. 
They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Collie Power. (laughs) Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, bling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC, can get OLD. 
Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. It's time for Bachelor Headlines. It's a big week. Obviously, our very first story is one that will blow your mind. Stay on the edge of your seats for this headline. E! News, Bachelor Nation's Ashley Iconetti and Jared Hamon reveal sex of their first baby as we talked about at the beginning. Ashley, we've already talked about having a boy, but tell us all the emotions around it. Fill us in. Um, well, it's, uh, I was very much hoping for a girl. <laughs> And I just have to be honest there. I like told everyone. I told so much press. I was like, I hope it's a girl. I hope it's a girl. But um, I'm I will love and I'm and I'm getting very used to the idea of having a boy. And I just want him to be like a little Jared. I go, Jared, since we're having a boy, I need to create we need to make sure that we create him just like you so that one day a girl out there who's as crazy as me can find her prince charming in our son. (laughs) Um, Um, so I hope that, you know, we are able to raise him as wonderful as a gentleman, as Jared's parents raised him. Um, he, we do have a name picked out. I joked in our announcement that it wasn't going to be Tom or Brady. And I'll be honest. I think the name Brady is actually adorable, but, um, we, we already have a family dog named Brady. Jared's parents' dog is Brady after Tom Brady. So it would just be weird for us to name the son Brady as well. And I've had a name for a boy. I didn't have a name picked out for a girl, but I had a name picked out for a boy since I was like 20 years old. And Jared loved it so much as well. And we recently came up with a middle name that I think pairs so beautifully with it. So it's really nice to kind of be saying... um you know, referring to him by his name. I'm like, Jared, put your hand on the belly and say hello to beep. You know? <laughs> yeah. When's the name going to get announced? When are you, when are you guys going to do um, that? I might tease it and like have some fun with it, like a couple weeks leading up to the birth, but I don't, I don't yeah. plan on revealing it until he's here. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, big news, super, super happy for the two of you, Thank obviously, you. no matter what we knew you're going to be happy. Oh, and, yes. I mean, um, I, I love him already. Of course. Yeah. That's just super fun. I don't know. This is just a crazy cool ride that we've been on with you and, and through all this stuff. So um, also you uh, showed some pictures of baby bump. It's out there. It's happening. It's out there. It's happening. It, it fluctuates though, guys. Sometimes I like post a picture when I'm pretty bloated and it's like, oh my God, she's like really got a bump. And then sometimes like I'll wake up and nobody would ever know that there is a baby in there. So it fluctuates, and I think it'll start being more of a permanent thing in the next week or two. Yeah. Wow, this is crazy. Just moves so fast. You have a baby inside of you. So weird. So wild. Um, well, other headlines outside of Ashley and Jared, and that's obviously a big headline in Bachelor Nation, but uh, 
Katie Thurston hints at when she and Blake Moynes will tie the knot. This according to us. She says not soon at all. So uh, yeah, it says he's uh, Canadian. So we have a lot to work through first. Very interesting. Yeah, uh, read that as you will. Um, also, Blake Moynes, this was an interesting one for me. I kind of related with it a little bit. Um, but he says he admits that Katie Thurston's great Grippo drama did take away from their love story. Um, that Yeah, that one's, that one's hits happy. I'm glad that he's being honest about it, though, because we were all wondering. He said, do I think that the whole Greg thing did take away from the love story? Unfortunately, yeah. Um, it sucks that it was such a focal point for someone who didn't actually end up with her. Unfortunately, it just kind of is what it is for people who think it should have been Greg. I don't know if anybody really felt like it should have no. been Greg, especially. I, don't, I, I haven't found any of those people out there, but I do get that. You know, I like that he's honest that it did take away a little bit. That's tough. Um, you know, just to see that go down. It's a weird situation where you're engaged and you're happy yet this is kind of weighing over you and then you're seeing the headlines and um, it, it just does. It's an awkward couple months. It does go away and people stop talking about it over time, but at the very beginning, I'm sure it's hard to consume. So, I mean, kudos to him for being honest because uh, it feels like an honest, um, I mean, you know, it's gotta be so frustrating. You know, you end up is, like yeah. engaged and then you feel like you can't even celebrate it with the people who watched it. Well, this one's odd. Uh, Thomas Jacobs, uh, the big old tall guy that uh, on Paradise, he said he wouldn't change a damn thing about his behavior. This according to E. He said this to to Brian and uh, and Mike on their podcast, and uh, I find that interesting. Do you? Uh, sort of. Uh, yeah, but I also still think that <laughs> still think that Thomas gets villainized for um, very few reasons, just for him saying that he had thoughts that maybe he could become The Bachelor. If this is really what we're still going off of. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so it says this. It goes, you're not going to please everyone. One of the reasons why I think things went so sideways for me was because I was running around trying to make everyone as happy as possible at all times. And more often than not, if you're doing that, you're doing it to sacrifice yourself. Uh, he says, never leave your foundational principles of who you are. Um, he just said that he's like was emotionally charged and he felt like he was like diving into a bowl in a china shop. Didn't work out. Um, I get it. I mean, I think from my like opinion and obviously the reason this podcast exists is because we have opinions. Um, uh, you know, I do think he got villainized for unnecessary reasons. I also think that he could have done some things differently especially when he communicated people and then uh some of the decisions he made to like kind of mostly in paradise really with the date with serena right yeah definitely um and on this week's episode obviously like aaron and him don't get along and then he makes out with tammy which like he could have said hey can we go somewhere else and do this or like i mean it's hard to say given the moment right he could have been really into it but it does feel like he's going after like the people that are mostly hurt by him the most like the most um, but it's also good television and, and it's fun to watch, I guess. <laughs> um, well, this is a big headline and uh, we'll read into it as much as you want, but Chris Harrison, remember that guy? Uh, he says he's not ready to retire after bachelor exit. Isn't holding any grudges. This according to us. So this is from a source at us weekly says Chris Harrison is truly doing great. 
He's really enjoying this time with his kids and growing his relationship with Lauren Zima. He lives a low-key life in Texas when he's not taking trips or going on vacation. He's soaking in these moments of not working and taking time for himself and his family. He celebrated his 50th birthday last month and recently celebrated his third anniversary with Lauren. He sees at this time um, almost a new chapter in his life and is figuring out what's going to be his next best move. Um, he says he still keeps in touch with some crew and former Bachelor and Bachelor and, uh, you know, the cast. And then he says, it's it, the insider explains that everyone who was close to him on the show really misses him and wishes he was still part of the show. He reads messages from fans and posts on social media all the time. Um, he says he, he is not the host anymore, but he still loves Bachelor Nation, doesn't hold any grudges, which is very sweet. He says, especially with the fans. Yeah, well... Uh, always giving you updates on Chris and where he's at in life. But also, Lance Bass and I have something in common. Made it very open that uh, my dream job would be to host the uh, Bachelor Over 50 show, um, or 60, I don't know which one it is, but uh, the senior senior show. And uh, Lance Bass is coming out very publicly and saying it would be a dream job for him to host Bachelor in Paradise. This is according to E.T., so he says that they've not asked him to be the permanent host. And of course, that's going to depend on Bachelor Nation out there. Um, but he says, I'm part of Bachelor Nation, so I understand how volatile we can get. We're very opinionated. If they like me, um, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, yes, of course, it would be a dream come true to be able to host a show like that. Um, that was God being very nice to me because I'm a huge fan, especially of Bachelor in Paradise. I like all the Bachelor shows. But Bachelor in Paradise is just my summer indulgence. I love it so much. So when they asked me to be a host, I flipped. I'm like, I'm going to walk into paradise. <laughs> he says that coming off of, you know, Chris Harrison's footsteps, he says those are those are tough shoes to fill for sure. I love me some Chris Harrison. Um, but I need to put my little two cents in here now because I mean, you know, I miss Chris. Um, but if Chris isn't really not coming back, which we really know he's not. Uh, and we really have to talk about a future host. I mean, I really, really liked Lance's performance this week as host, and it was only two episodes, and I felt like it could have totally been more, wanted more. There was only a few scenes from him, but what we saw, I thought he really shined. He was just very warm and comforting, to, and he was really warm and comforting to the contestants, and I felt like he was just very conversational like he was the kind of guy that you could like sit down and just chat with as we saw with him with um natasha this week and very natural i don't know i really felt it yes i do think he'd be more appropriate for paradise than say maybe the main show but i'm also totally down to see lance try to host the main show um what are your thoughts on this am i being biased as a huge instinct fan and <laughs> like and, and and personally knowing lance <laughs> of course you're biased i mean i think you did awesome but i don't think he could have disappointed you because like he was going to be Lance and you knew what he was going to bring to the table when he came in. He was a little funny, but he was uh, caring. We've been around him. He cares deeply uh, for the people around him. He's, he's just, I mean, I remember we were with him in Vegas and we spent a good hour um, at the Planet Hollywood just chatting with him and he was incredible. So you're biased because you like him, but you like him for a good reason. And I think it does fit and I think it makes sense. So We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of changes happening. We still don't have a new host announced. We don't have a Bachelor announced. We don't have a Paradise host announced. Um, and obviously, Bachelorette is being filmed right now. 
uh, with Caitlin and Tasha, but we don't know where that goes. Are they in it for the long haul? Are they going to be switching it up? There's just so many things still yet to be seen with this franchise. Um, so we're holding on to the edge of our seats. We'll be here the whole time at Almost Famous talking about it. Well, final headline of the week. The Bachelors Rachel Kirkenau is in a good place with Matt James. Her quote is, it was a journey. This is according to people. Yeah. After that, she says, I think we're in a really good place. I think we've had a lot of love come our way. But I like to think that even though people have been super, super nice, we just want to focus on each other and put all that aside and let the noise stay a little bit more quiet these days. It's been good, though. We've been good. Uh, just needed time is really what she, um, they've been kind of saying, the two of them. Um, and it's nice for them to be doing their own thing and spending a lot of time together. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to see them together. And, uh, you know, I, I personally, as a fan, would just like to see and hear kind of how they navigated through that. Because I think so many people out there are trying to navigate through those really difficult circumstances and relationships and friendships and family dynamics um or just people they run into and so they obviously have worked through a lot based on when we last saw them which is you know talk about it which is really uh on the after show and now you know they're spending a ton of time together and enjoying each other's company so it'd be great to hear that um i mean i don't think they're ever gonna like come on a reunion show you know but i am curious as well i would like to see it but it probably won't happen no it won't maybe it can happen here on the almost famous podcast we'll see we'll give it a shot uh Well, that's all the headlines we have for today. Ashley, thank you for breaking them down. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to break down this week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise. It is a good one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) 
(laughs) ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper swaddlers and a diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. We're going to break down this week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise, our tremendous Brand new host. Again, we have a crazy good team here. Uh, Emma, 
just wrote out the most detailed notes for us to run through. Ashley has a lot of thoughts along with these notes. So, Ashley, let's get it started. Now, we begin this episode um, with uh, kind of running off of the Joe and Serena um, reconnection. Obviously, Riley and Marissa uh, are still canoodling. Um, Connor is waking up not knowing where Marissa is or when he came home. Uh, there's relationships forming. Ashley, what do you think? How are you feeling as you begin and dive into this week's episode? I feel like you're probably most concerned for Connor at the beginning of the episode. You're like, wow, he's going to have to find out that the girl he really likes went to the boom, boom room the, the night before. Um, but like also... It's just so obvious that Marissa and Riley make more so much more sense than Marissa and Connor that like I actually don't even feel as bad as I should. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, okay. It's like, no, I'm sorry, dude, but like if you saw it, it's evident. There's just like their chemistry is tangible. Like you yeah. like, you know, there's a headline this week where Marissa got a lot of hate for her time with Riley in the boom boom room after their date. Now we don't really know what happened in there and nor is it really any of our business, but I think just to take that into consideration, like the reason they're in that room is because like they were both very into each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. Like it was very clear. Yes. And then the other big moment early on the episode is that we have Chasen and a guy named Chris who like nobody knows (laughs) has a viewing audience, but apparently in bachelor paradise community chris was well known really good friends with some of the guys including chasen which is why they went down together and he was number wait number one sort of on jesenia's list to be there she said that she wanted chris to be there and ivan to be there and even though we feel like jesenia and ivan were going so strong that she wouldn't have said yes to a date oh she did and she didn't have any hesitance I would say this, that was a relationship I was feeling more hurt over than obviously Connor. Like I felt for Ivan because I did think they had something good going. This was a shocker. Chris walks down the stairs and like, I don't know this Chris guy, but it's like, yeah, he doesn't stand a chance against Ivan. Like Ivan is, has always been like a very good communicator, very good looking guy, uh, cared deeply. And so like, I was, I mean, I honestly was more shocked at like what happened there with Jacinia. And I I wanna know the backstory to like how she even knew this Chris guy existed. I know me too. Are we horrible for not remembering him from Claire slash Tasha season? We're probably not very good at our jobs, but I don't think we're like <laughs> the anomaly here. No, I think that we we're like uh speaking the audience was relating to us right now. Uh I don't even know that he made it to the Tasha part of the season. Yeah. It's uh he came out of nowhere. Um, and maybe he's like changed his look. That could have been, I'm wondering if like, maybe he had a different look during that season, but I think he also mentioned he was like there for night one. He was just there for night one or no. no, no, no. Yeah. 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 I think no. so. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> I don't think so. I only say that because it seems like he got so close to a couple of those guys. Oh, Regardless of wherever he, he stood during that season, He's there and he's making a splash in paradise because Jasenia is into him. So Jason takes Deandra on the date and Deandra is currently with Carl. Right. But like they're not like a strong couple couple like they were friendly, flirty, maybe kissed a few times enough for him 
to give her the rose last week. But like nobody is like, oh, what a great love story that Carl and Deandra are. Anyway, so it's a double date. They do this tantric uh, thing, which we've seen so many times in the show where it's like basically like a sensual experience where like there's not a lot of touching, but there's like a lot of, well, I guess there's some touching, but like they're blowing on each other. They're touching without it being coming super sexual, I guess. It feels a little sexual, but um, Jason and, and Deandra, like, she says she feels really comfortable with him. I think they like each other, but I, I also don't think that there's, like, some mind-blowing connection there. But then with Jasenia, she gets, like, super honest, and she tells Chris that she he was the main person that she wanted to see in Paradise, and she says that um, she and Ivan have had a really good thing going on, but something's been missing, and that missing thing she feels with Chris. So right then, you're like, oh, crap. I can't believe that Ivan and Jasenia might be over. It's uh, I wonder if Chris, I'm going to look up to see when Chris exactly said goodbye. Okay. This season. Cause I, I feel like there was one guy there that I really liked. Um, and I wonder if it was him and he just doesn't have his hair slicked down anymore. I don't know. Anyways. Um, the date, I feel like those dates set you up, um, to have a connection. Am I, am I like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you're like two beautiful humans, like on a beach, you've obviously said yes to a date. So there's some type of attraction. And then you're like rolling on each other, blowing on each other, tickling each other. And like, like it feels like it's going to set you up to have a connection more than it doesn't. Yes. And no, like if you don't like it, if it's happening to you, <laughs> and you're like not feeling it then you're like okay i know this is not gonna work for this person or it can go the extreme other opposite way wow right i mean i feel like you have to have some sort of physical chemistry with that person to in to enjoy the date at all that yeah maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh i'd be so grossed out if like i realized that there was like nothing there and he was blowing his breath on me like That'd be tough. <laughs> no, so Chris was eliminated week one of Claire's season. So no he was out. way. Yeah, he, he wasn't even around. So, there's, so then how he, did she feel like she, how could she put him on a list? She didn't know anything about him. I guess she just thought he was cute. I, I, yeah, I mean, they. what do they do? So tell us this. When you go on Paradise, do they send you a list of potential cast members? No, you. Ba- they basically say like, who from other seasons would you be into? Interesting. Yeah, how in the world? You found that guy. I mean, geez, this is what we get paid for. And even though he existed. Well, anyways, they go on their date. Uh, they come back. They kiss with the strawberry in between their mouth. Yeah, she said it was the best strawberry she's ever had. So there's obviously something there. Um, maybe the strawberry is better than the kiss, or maybe <laughs> the kiss added to the strawberry. Well, there's a weird moment here that I want to highlight um, where they all come back to the beach, and Carl takes Sandra away. And Jason like follows, which is a very odd move. So weird. Especially, yeah, it's weird for for me to watch in Paradise. It's in like Paradise, yeah. One thing I'm getting over as a fan who's never been down there is like, hey, people date other people and they like all kind of walk off and start talking. They have stuff to work through and to like navigate that they need some alone time for. And so, yeah, does Carl like drive half the people crazy? Yes. Did he have something going with her? Definitely. And so, like, give him his space to like talk it out and Jason just like stands over him in this way that just 
really like irked me. Yeah, it annoyed me too, just because it's like, okay, dude, this is paradise. It's not The Bachelorette where you need to fight for time and you only get 10 to 15 minutes of alone time like every five days. This is paradise where you are literally living together. Um, You will find time to chat with her. Don't You do not have to interrupt and don't have to feel, I mean... I guess you can say he was feeling threatened and that he didn't want them to have alone time because like he was worried that they would like rekindle something during that alone time. But I just felt like it was inappropriate for paradise when you have pretty much all the time in the world. Yeah. It felt weird. It felt hard to watch and it just felt like he didn't need to be doing that. Well, um, I want to fast forward. I want to make a note here. Uh, one thing that happened with this episode that I was a little frustrated with was I felt like we really highlighted a few couples and we, didn't talk about a lot of the people there. Meaning, there were some people that literally had no camera time. Yeah, Noah and Abigail. Like, where are they at in this? And they're kind of like the ones just having their relationship off to the side. We obviously um, totally missed them. We didn't get a ton of time with Joe. I mean, we got enough to know where they're at. Uh, our favorite, um, Taj, is like on. Like, she's just like off the camera for most of the episode. We have no clue if she has a connection at Except all. Except for at the end where she was amazing. Oh, she always is. She's just hilarious. She says what's on her mind. But I want to know, like, I want to see her fall. And, like, we don't know where her and Trey stand. Probably not that great. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem to be. Well, and and really the heart. So let's note that, that I was upset that we didn't get to see some of those people. But the heart of the episode really starts when Mara pulls Kenny aside and tells um, him that they have something good. But also that she's kind of like, I mean, I took it as she was saying, hey, I want to date other people, which, again... I've now gotten to this point from talking to you and talking to other guests that like that's acceptable still right now in paradise. But if she dates other people, I felt like he could, could be able to date other people. What did you think about this? There is a lot. I, I of course was thinking about what am I going to say in the podcast about this when I was watching it? Because I think I sort of understood what Mari meant, mm. but it wasn't communicated in the best way. And I definitely knew that Kenny did not, not comprehend it the way that she hoped that he would. She said, I want to be able to go on, say yes to going on dates with other people. So I think what she was trying to say was there's no one here right now that has my interest. But if somebody comes down and possibly they do, I want to go on the date to see if like what I have with you is as good as I think it is. So fundamentally when you break it down i feel like she was saying i need to sort of test this relationship to to see like if i missed you which i don't know that that's a good sign i would i would say that like if you have any desire to test it you can't be totally certain in it Um, i'm also like i'm you can be both ways like so many people are here and like they just want to date around and like that's what they feel like they're there to do but I'm like a serial monogamous in my head. And once I find like the object of my affection, it's just like no going back. Right. Like I'm just going to be super loyal to that person. Um, But I don't think that Kenny is in the wrong at all for thinking that what she meant was that, you know, we see other people because that's kind of what it sounded like. And I think again, fundamentally, it's kind of what she was saying. Yeah, you know, and the Demi Kenny situation, it makes a lot of sense. Like they're very similar. I think they could have a lot of fun together. Mm-hmm. Um, Demi was obviously very into him. 
it, you know, Mari confides in Demi and then Demi is like, well, cool. If you guys are dating other people, I'm going to go off to Kenny. And that's, that's just who Demi is. I feel like you knew that going in. It's not like she's untrustworthy, but she's just like, okay, well, you, what you're telling me and what Kenny's understanding also is that you're wanting to date other people. So I'm going to go after Kenny because I'm attracted to him, which causes this love triangle to exist and a lot of confusion because I think, I think this is where it becomes clear to me. Mari talks to Kenny. Kenny leaves that conversation going, hey, we can date other people or we should be dating other people, even though he's like, hey, I don't really want to. But if you're saying this, then okay. And then Mari talks to Demi. Demi leaves that conversation with Mari going, you want to date other people? Okay, I'm going to go date Kenny. So like, I think Mari was not communicating clearly. Or here's the other thing. What if just possibly she doesn't want to admit that this all backfired because so once she saw Kenny with Demi, she goes, yeah, I don't want to be dating other people. And now I don't know how to take it back. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's kind of how it, it, it went. Um, I think she should have thought that through the whole thing through a little bit more. I think she was acting in the moment. Cause she was like, Oh, people are going on dates. Dates seem fun. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, ooh. and then she throws the, you know, the cake in the fire. And then I have to say that during that cake and the powwow, that like fire bonfire situation where Demi brings him up for the 40th birthday celebration, I kind of was getting the sense from Kenny that he was kind of missing Mari. Mm. Did you? Did you pick up on that? I mean, yeah, because he said like they were doing that question yeah. and answer time and he, you know, who would you rather be yeah. with? And he's like Mari. And so, yeah, I mean, I think he, I mean, I think he's very into her. He was into her from the very beginning. And uh, and then Demi brings down the cake. And I think he's just like, I think he's confused. I think he feels pulled in two directions with two women that he's both like into, but one of them sending him mixed signals. Yeah, I think that with Demi, he like actually, it's like a physical thing. And then I think with Mari, like there might be a little bit more depth to the relationship. Uh, yeah, we will, we will see how this goes on. Uh, but it's definitely in a sticky spot now. The... Uh... You know, then then we obviously go back to the Connor Marissa date uh, or, or relationship. And Connor asked Marissa on a date. She kind of like doesn't really say yes, doesn't really say no. It's very clear that she's not into him anymore. She, she pretty much to- says no with like all of her body language. <laughs> yeah. Like, she and then um, Juan like says, hey, kind of like they slept together last night. And he at that point, like, I hope Connor moves on. But even Noah says it like it feels like Noah does, or Connor doesn't even exist right now like he's just not even himself he's super hurt even though i feel like connor is still like somebody out there that could find somebody in paradise i mean he he's not a lost cause yet yeah no i don't think so but like then again who are the single women there currently that would give him a rose Hmm. yeah well anybody he seems friendly yeah, if anything. <laughs> maybe Mari. Maybe like somebody like it'll be a friendship rose. Yeah. Well, one of the couples I want to talk to you about is one that I know that you care deeply about, Natasha and Brendan. Um, Natasha's trying really hard and she's definitely putting herself out there. She's done it multiple times now. I want to hear your thoughts about their kiss. Um, and to see if you felt anything in that moment that changed your mind that maybe Natasha should be also looking elsewhere. Mm. Well, uh, 
the fact that they're like into the whole week, like they've probably been there for like close to seven days now. And okay, maybe not even close to seven days. Maybe like they're on their like fifth day um, and they haven't kissed yet. But like they're coupled off is a little bit strange. I don't really have a change in stance since last episode. Like, I really just think that he's like trying not to kiss her because he doesn't want to lead her on because he knows that he's going for Piper when Piper comes on the stairs. But they do end up kissing. And it wasn't like a, even like a passionate make out. It was it was not really even a make out. It was just like a couple kisses. But it definitely satisfied Natasha. You know, she's like, OK, we're just going to move slow and. I'm glad that he made the move and I'm like kind of glad he made the move. I'm, I don't know, knowing what's to come. And I actually don't know what's to come, but I just, my sensors are going off. Maybe I'm not happy that he kissed her because maybe she is being led on. I don't know, but I just love Natasha. She's just deserves the world. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't do much for me. It felt like he knew he had to. Yes. Enough, you know, like. I put this off long enough. Yeah, I put this off long enough. If I don't do it now, like, she's going to know. And so he, like, it was like a peck. Like, it was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, this girl's so into you. She's beautiful. You've been, like, hanging out with her every day. Like, give her a good old smooch. Like, <laughs> let her know you're into her. And he, he kind of pecks her, and it just feels, it feels like uh, there's nothing there for me watching. And I wasn't obviously there in the moment. But um, I, I'm I'm upset with that situation because I did – I do hope Natasha comes out of this, like, just feeling like, not like, just like she was like desired. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if right now she feels that way yet. Yeah, she's definitely putting herself out there and definitely trying really hard. Well, um, we go from there to the Serena and Joe date. Yay! Um, something to celebrate, something to hold on to. Now there is something there. Actually, take it away. Oh, my God, this was such a cute date. Now, I do feel like they're really starting just to get to know each other because some of the questions that they asked each other on the date, I was like, oh, man, how have they not covered this already in casual conversation, just lying around paradise? Um, But I do feel something with them. I especially feel it coming from Joe, like the way that he smiles and looks at her. It's just he's feeling it, and it's really adorable, and I'm happy for them. I uh, I think there's uh, still some turmoil to come. I do think... Emmy because we know Kendall's he's, coming. Yeah, we know Kendall's coming, and I don't know how he's going to handle that. He did say, hey, it's going to be tough because like there's no romantic connection there, but it'll be good to see her. I have a feeling like no matter what, like that's not just ever ideal. And it's got to bring, like we said weeks ago, like you're going to remember the good times and you're going to remember what the memories that were there. But if Serena's... Re- the one thing with Serena that I picked up on so so far is that like her emotional intelligence feels so high, and I think she'd be the type of person that even if Joe is struggling with that, like she would sit beside him and be like, "Hey, I'm here," and like, I know this sucks. I know it's hard to watch, but like I'm still here beside you. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to like go off on a date together? Do you want to walk the beach together? Like, I think she would understand because she just feels like she has that maturity that would get it and be a great partner for him through this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think one thing that she's going to find concerning is the fact that Joe and Kendall truly seem to have only broken up because of location, you know? So I think like, if that's the only reason you're like, Oh my gosh, how can you not still have feelings for this person? Yeah. But I also wonder like, 
if Joe's respecting that relationship on camera with with Kendall, like saying that to Serena, and then like at some point he'll find time to be like, hey, there's more to it, and I'll tell you later. But like, there's got you know there there had to be a little more to that. You don't just break up because you can't decide where you, you're gonna live. Yeah, I know. I do feel like the love has to be stronger than the location. Like you have to love somebody more than you love the city that you live in. Definitely. So he, uh, I'm sure he'll get, hopefully get some time to talk to her about that. Maybe. And he's just, he is, he's respecting Kendall by not saying much right now. That's what I picked up on. And I'm okay with that. I, I get that. That stuff's messy. Um, well, Ashley, uh, let's talk about Tammy for a second. Okay. Oh yeah. That was fiery. <laughs> Tammy tells Aaron at the beginning of the day that, you know, her connection with Aaron is the strongest out there. Um, Thomas shows up, uh, asks her to go to the side and kind of mentions, hey, you want to kiss her if she wasn't with Aaron? And Tammy takes, you know, takes charge and kisses him, which, uh, I mean, Aaron's got to be stewing. We've seen his, uh, I don't know, anger or his just like his heatedness come up. He's just a stewer all the time. Yeah. And now he's got to be just fuming because his, his kryptonite is also kissing the girl that he feels like he has a strong relationship with. I feel like this is a storyline that we've got to follow um, coming into like the rose ceremony that was, uh, you know, not done during this episode, but I think it's going to be interesting. This is going to be so interesting. I, this is like sort of like a villain's got a vill type moment as JJ yeah. would say. I kind of love the villainousness of this scene just because I wasn't part of it. And I was just an observer. And like Thomas is telling Tammy that she's a villain. And he's like, we've we're bonding because we were both villains on our season. And then to see her just straddle him, I was just like, this is great TV for us. I am so sorry for what is going through Aaron's heart right now. But I mean, it was entertaining. It is. I mean, that's why we watch the show. Like, and that's kind of what they signed up for. So, yes, it's entertaining, but I do think it's going to be really, really hard to watch at times. Um, Tammy's getting some attention, and uh, and Aaron's going to have to figure out how to deal with it. The other thing that happened that night was that um, that Jasenia pretty much ended it with Ivan by saying he checked the boxes, but she felt the spark with Chris, and then she said, "You can't really create a spark if it's not there." So that was sad. That's a big deal. And then also, you know, Mari pretty much ends it, or Kenny pretty much ends it with Mari. And then Mari comes back at him and they, I mean, it's more confusing than ever. Like, I just don't understand what's going on there. But um, relationships ending, new relationships blossoming. Um, there's been a lot of changes so far in Paradise. A few have stayed steady. We still have Abigail um, and Noah. We have Joe and Serena. Um, who else do we have that's like, very solid those are two solid but i would even say that riley and marissa are like third now in that row uh, uh, right. yeah yeah that's a good point yeah i don't see them ending anytime soon uh -huh. well um we'll be back uh, tomorrow with another breakdown of uh bachelor in paradise it's uh it's a crazy crazy good episode today um but it kind of just leads us into i think tomorrow's episode i feel like there's still a lot of questions not answered and tomorrow we're going to get those questions and i'm sure there's going to be more um, questions coming from that episode. Uh, yeah, and big news with this episode is Becca and Tia both show up, and we see Kenny and Tia kiss. Oh, my goodness. What a freaking dream. Well, Oh, my God, and Kendall. She shows up, too. This is going to be big. A lot happening. A lot to talk about. We're going to be back breaking it down with you. Um, 
and uh, we're excited to do it. Well, hey, everybody, it's been a great episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Jesse Palmer for joining us, coming on and talking about the Ultimate Surfer. Also, tomorrow, we're going to have Connor Brennan on talking about Bachelor in Paradise, his time there, everything good in the world. Uh, make sure you tune in for that. It's going to be its own special episode. It's going to be a big deal. Um, and uh, I think it's going to get us really excited for tomorrow night's episode of mm-hmm. Bachelor in Paradise. And well, we will be hey. recapping that episode with Emily and Amanda. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys then. Yeah. Well, hey, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. To the loop. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. 
Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.